Hey guys, what is going on? It is Gail Wright here, back on 5 Men Entertainment with the Sauce Pod, our anime manga podcast. And of course, we are here for episode 2, Whatever Happens, Happens. Today, unfortunately, we don't have a member of the podcast. Stacey's unfortunately gone away to Thanksgiving. Um, she's doing she's with her family right now. But we have the usual suspects with me. Of course, we have Varied Geek. Say hello, mate. What's going on, everybody? Glad to be back. We have Iz. How's it going? And of course, we have Jellycube as well. Hey, everybody. And yeah, we are here for the podcast. My name's Gail Ride, and we are going to get right into it. Of course, if you want to, you know, check this podcast out on our other social media and website and other platforms, we are on Spotify. This will be premiering on YouTube. Um, unfortunately, we couldn't do a live podcast this week due to just scheduling issues, as well as, of course, Stacey not being in town. So we're going to do one next week as well as a bit of a double header instead, of course, leading into, of course, JoJo's release, as well as Demon Slayer Season 2's release. But, of course, this last week, we've had a lot of things happen. We've had a lot of new information come out, new releases come out. And let's talk about, you know, a long-standing anime that has had its 1,000th episode in One Piece. Geek and is, of course, you guys are our resident One Piece experts. You know, you guys know the stuff. Talk to us. Well, how did you guys feel about episode 1,000? Geek, we'll start with you. Honestly, it felt, like, surreal. Because, like, mm. it, again, say what you want about One Piece, but the fact that it made it to a thousand episodes, to me, is still kind of, like, crazy. I know, like, Detective Conan, I believe, is one of the, like, series that got up there. Yeah. But it, it was just kind of surreal going from... Especially the way they set it up, right? Like, the way they... They made it. They made, like, a separate intro. But the intro was, like, a recreation of... The first intro of One Piece ever, with even like the well, fame, power, like intro, like with Gold yep. Roger, mm -hmm. like it was so cool to see, and I, I just thought that that was such an amazing touch from the staff that they didn't they didn't need to do that, right? They could have just made it, you know, oh hey, this episode's gonna have really cool animation and that's it, really, right? Yeah, yep. but I, I I thought that the fact that they went that out of their way to do a special recreation of the original intro and then also half the episode you can you can say that the episode was slow paced as as per usual with the one piece anime <laughs> but i feel like the way they they handled it by giving the second half obviously we're about a week later right at 1001 came out yesterday which was also phenomenal but mm -hmm. the way they handled the the second half of the episode by giving each straw hat up to jimbei so yeah 10 moments of these of basically showing their like backstory their their like key moments in their history so far that we've seen and then giving them like a really cool like splash page like with like them and their bounty next to them and their respective color like like luffy was red zoro was green you know stuff like that i think that was just such an like an amazing touch that they didn't need to do what do you think is uh honestly it really put a tear to my eye because it also uh it also showed me that it's like hey i was stuck to the series from episode one and i've made it up to this far along with everyone else and it really just felt again surreal as well and it put a tear to my eye because i was like man this is this is something else you know and then just with the fact of they were able to uh put it at the right at the peak start of the whole entire battle of wano 
between Kaido and all his other generals and stuff like that, it felt really nice because now not only did we you know reach episode 1000 now we're reaching the starting point of an amazing battle like amazing battles coming on forward so i'm just really excited to see what else they will do and i'm really just glad to be you know a part of you know the group of people that that can say like i watched episode one of one piece and now i'm on episode 1000 you know no, definitely agree with you on that one. Is as somebody who hasn't watched that much uh, One Piece or anything at all, I'm impressed about the fact that it's reached up episode 1000. You know, there has been quite a few shows that have done it, like you mentioned, Geek Detect Detective Conan. Uh, Pokemon yeah. is another one that's done it. I know there's one anime that's had like 2000 plus episodes as well, but they're more short episodes, like eight minute, 10 minute episodes, right? There, there have been a few that have done it, but. You know, this is one of the big three. This is one of the big, you know, IPs that has done it alongside Pokemon. And it is very, very impressive. Jelly, you know, you I don't know how much One Piece you've watched, if any. How do you feel about this achievement? Because let's be honest, as much as, you know, people like to rag in on One Piece and everything, this is a massive achievement nonetheless, right? So how do you feel about this one, Jelly? Yeah, I mean, well, it's it's amazing. And just, just from seeing what I've seen of the 1000th episode, it looks phenomenal. And as someone, I have many, like, friends of mine personally who, you know, have tried to convince me over the years, like, oh, you got to get into, you got to get into One Piece. You got to, you know, oh, you got to watch. And it's like, oh, I don't know if I have the time. And it's like now seeing, like, episode 1000 and, like, all of the dedication that every one has put into it it's like really tempting i've been really having to fight the urge to spend all that time watching mm -hmm. um one piece recently and it's starting to win me over i'll say but um we'll see if i end up watching it actually i can i can agree with that i you know even these guys have been telling me multiple times i cannot i cannot yes sir if i i wouldn't <laughs> i I'd lose track. I'd lose track of how many times these guys have told me to go and watch it. You know, Hydros has mentioned it. Geek is. There's so many people in just the 5-9 team that have told me to go and watch it. I've been very, very like, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. You know, it'll be in my backlog and I'll, I never end up watching it for some, re for some reason. It just never comes to me for some reason. I, and maybe, you know, episode 1000, it might be the time, you know, it might be the time to just, you know, jump in, take the plunge and uh, yeah, let's see what happens. Um, of course, you know, episode 1000, you guys have mentioned is, especially you mentioned, you know, it's been such a journey and everything, right? Um, let's, let's talk about some favorite moments, guys. Y you guys might have some favorite moments, right? Geek and is. So tell us some of your favorite moments. Let's start with this right now. You know, uh, go for it, mate. I, I, I want to know what some of your favorite moments were in the, uh, in the whole series, if there were, I mean, you, there might be numerous, but give us a couple, maybe one or two. Uh, yeah, I could give you two right off the bat. Uh, the fight with between Luffy and Fujitora, that one was one of my favorite moments only because Fujitora being, you know, this uh, high Navy admiral just, you know, wants to fight all the, like, you know, abolish all the pirates, bring order. But when he fought Luffy, Luffy was fighting him. But the thing about Fujitora is Fujitora is completely blind. But, you know, being as powerful as he is, he still can tell, like, when a enemy is attacking him. And every time Luffy, you know, threw in a punch or threw in a kick, Luffy will tell him, oh, right punch, right kick, left kick. 
Fujitora tells him, "Is like you don't have to tell me this." And then Luffy says, "I will tell you this only because I feel bad and I don't want to feel like I have an advantage over an opponent." And it was at that moment Fujitora realized, like, "Oh, Luffy's not you know your typical pirate that wants to like you know destroy everything, you know, plunge whatever." He sees, yeah, exactly. He sees him as a kind-hearted soul, and he lets Luffy go. And says that he wishes he didn't take away his own eyes because he wants to see what kind of man Luffy was. And then another favorite moment was in the Whole Cake Island against Katakuri. Um, when Luffy was going against Katakuri, in the middle of it, one of Katakuri's sisters ends up shooting Luffy. And Luffy gets injured. And then Katakuri, you know, talks to his sister and it's like, hey, don't interfere. This is my fight. And if you're to interfere, I will not hesitate to kill you. <laughs> and then he goes back to Luffy and he stabs himself. So that way him and Luffy can be on an even playing field. Because he, he acknowledged Luffy at that point as someone that could be either his equal or someone stronger than him. And he wants to, you know, fight Luffy and... You know, determine whether he is whether Katakuri is stronger or whether Luffy is stronger than him. So those are like my two main uh, favorite moments from One Piece. Damn, definitely, I can I can see why they are favorite moments, especially because it, it it kind of brings in the usual shonen tropes. But I mean, based on what you've said and the way they did it, seems like they did it in a really good way. Um, Geek, how about you, man? What were some of your favorite moments? Uh, give us some. Honestly, uh. I'm I'm gonna my, for my first time I'm gonna go kind of basic. I feel like a lot of One Piece fans will say this, but the uh, the NES lobby when they first got to Robin and like mm -hmm. they the I want to live moment. I, I mean I feel like even people that haven't seen One Piece at least seen like the even the frame of like Robin crying. Um, but that moment I just I just fell in love because that that was cause that whole arc. It was basically Robin trying to push everyone away so she can sacrifice herself for them. And, like, she never did that before for, like, her other, like, you know, quote-unquote friends and all that. So these were the first, like, real family slash friends that she had since her entire island got destroyed and her mother, like, died. So it was very touching to see, like, her finally crack out of that shell and finally ask for help. Because the, the whole t entire time, Luffy's just like, Robin, if you don't want us to, like, save you, if you don't want us to be here, if you want us to go tell us and when she just couldn't say it, she would kept thinking in her head like you know like do i do i deserve to live you know because in her entire life she was persecuted so yeah she didn't she never felt like she deserved to live the like her life so she finally cracked and said like she wanted to live and for them to take her out to see with them and that moment i it was just a uh, because up up until that point you're like damn like why is robin doing this and then when you find out you're like Wow, like I, I get why, like I get why she's like in this mindset, and for her to crack, I, I thought that was like such a beautiful moment. And my second favorite moment, honestly, it's 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 a pretty recent one, but I just love the entire first Kaido fight versus Luffy, especially the anime version, the the Kaido versus Luffy fight or quote unquote fight. It was literally Luffy just taking like shots at kaido right kaido was drunk at the time too so yeah. luffy was just like manhandling kaido right you're thinking oh snap like kaido's uh, a wuss like luffy's like destroying this dude like what <laughs> and then every hit that luffy hit with his full power at the time like kaido returns to his human form and he was like not a scratch on him not a single hit or like 
And Luffy hit him with like fourth gear, third gear, armament hockey, like like two, gear two. Like he he hit him with everything. And I, I love this because this is like the first time or one of the first time because they did it to, uh, I feel like a lesser extent with Big Mom. Mm-hmm. But with Kaido, like the fact that he just absorbed that because Big Mom defended a couple times or whatever. But with Kaido, it was just like he took all the hits and he, he just, then after everything, he just one shots Luffy and knocks him out. Like to me, that showed just like the difference in power between Luffy and one of the four emperors of the sea, one of the four strongest people on the entire planet. So I, I thought that was such a like an amazing like fight slash moment where like. Especially when Kaido's just like, oh, you were saying you're going to be the king of what? When Luffy's knocked out? Like, I was like, damn, trash talking him when he's already knocked out. Man. You already you already one shot him and, and you're still talking trash. But yeah, that, those are my two for now. Fair dues, fair dues. But yeah, let us know in the comments right now. Of course, this is going to be a premiere. This is going to go up on YouTube. But if you are in on YouTube, leave a comment down below. What was your favorite One Piece moment if you obviously have been watching uh one piece for its 1000 episodes or even reading the manga you know you can put in some manga stuff of course make sure you spoiler warn in the comments now let's get on to the next topic and of course we had another release uh of another attempt by you know hollywood at making a live action anime adaptation and of course it was none other than cowboy bebop now we've Mm. already done a review of it on the channel We've had our very own Varied Geek do the review, of course, alongside Bebop and Toonrami. So do check it out. It's a 46-minute long uh, review, if I'm not mistaken. So it's a pretty lengthy one. You better go check it out, of course, if you want to go fully in-depth. We just wanted to talk a bit about should, you know, should Hollywood still continue this? We still have a long way to go because we know that there's a Yu Yu show live action coming. We know there's a One Piece live action coming. There's a Gundam live action coming. There's a lot of shows actually getting live action adaptations in the near future. So, Geek, talk to us. What do you think? Should they continue to go ahead and let, you know, just reiterate your thoughts about Cowboy Bebop and then we'll just, you know, all of us will give our thoughts and we can have a bit of a discussion about this topic. So, Geek, go ahead. What do you think? Okay, so I will say this just off the bat. It's not as bad as Dragon Ball Evolution. I feel oh, like, or even Avatar: The Last Airbender. I know that's I don't like Airbender isn't really an anime per se, but it's just an adaptation I can think of as well as like another like media that everyone loved that got butchered. But mm-hmm. I will say, Cowboy Bebop isn't like the worst thing I've ever seen, but I feel like it's such a surface level attempt at like adapting the source material. Mm-hmm. And my my issue with the show was just was just that and that they ruined characters like vicious like they ruined characters like julia uh they they did make some characters more prevalent like annie or like they made her a better character i think personally in the in the live action faye to me was just unbearable like half the time like she was just like unlikable spike was cool but again they they switched around a lot of like the lore they made up a I feel like the way the best way I can describe it is uh, the the best way I can describe it is someone saw Cowboy Bebop and then they were just like, hey, oh man, this was a cool show. It's very stylish. I want to explain a lot of stuff that they didn't explain though. Like that's how I feel like the, uh, which I don't think is the right way to approach it because a lot of the draw to Cowboy Bebop is like the mystery, right? You don't get, you don't get 
Spike's full story, even by the end of the show. You don't get Julia's full story. Like, you get a lot of increments and stuff. And granted, Julia was, like, a lesser part in the sh in the anime. But, like, she was still, like, impactful, at least when she, she got mentioned or when she showed up. Yeah. But, like, here, it's, like, they did, a like, a twist at the end. And Vicious's character, man. Not again, I mean, I'll say this. Nothing on the actors and actresses themselves. It is just the way the showrunners approached it or, like, the creators approached the it and they wrote yeah. it. Yeah. Because the writing is so bad at times, man. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, oh my, what? Like they, they they butchered the Ballad of Fallen Angels, bro. Like how how do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, rant aside, and not to make it like go too long. Yeah. I do think there are some highlights at the moment. I do think like Spike's actor John Cho and Jet's actor, they do a, a pretty good job. Some of the chemistry between the actual Bebop crew was pretty good. Um, and again, I know people are gonna mention it, Edward. Uh. I don't think she was honestly the worst part of the show because she was like in it for like a minute, like tops. I like, so I feel like people are overblowing how, like, again, it's a, it's not a good scene, but don't send hate to the, the poor kid. Right. It's not, it's not her fault. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it, the, the scene was like a minute long and sure it was cringy, but like, again, I feel like that was just the confusion on the showrunners where they think we're going to be grounded, but also make things very anime like, so yeah, I just, I don't know where they're going because they adapted a lot of different things from, like, many different episodes in the series because, like, obviously Bebop is 26 episodes. The anime, the live action is 10, but they take a lot, they borrow a lot, even from the movie, like, the first episodes of a reference in the movie. Um, But, like, they, they borrow a lot of stuff from the show and the movie, so, from different points in time, like, Piero LeFou, right? So, yeah. it's like, he, like, Matt LeFou shows up at, like, you know, like one of the last episodes, but he's not like episode 21 or 20 of the of the anime. So, yeah, I don't know. And like to your point on like uh, should Western like, you know, media should continue doing it. The problem I will always say is Western media can do it. The issue is get the right people, like make sure the people that are doing it, like actually genuinely know what the source material is. Don't just like take a face value. Oh, they said they love the show, so they're going to, like, you know, do a good job. It, make sure they're actually, like, decent. Like, they get decent writers, decent filmmaking. Because I will say the Bebop show looked okay, and but a lot of times it looked like cosplay. But get people that genuinely care about the source material. And I, I'm, I feel like we can have decent stuff. Because, like, you have people that made Castlevania, a, a video game property. It's not, it's not the same, but it was made by, I believe, like, you know, in Japan by Konami and stuff, right? Yep. So... They took, they took the game and made a very great anime series. I haven't seen Arcane, but they had, apparently everyone's like I mean, raving about it, right? Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I was just going to add, look at uh, look at movies like uh, the Gintama live action. Look at... Gintama. Look at Rurouni Bleach Kenshin. Rurouni Kenshin's live actions were really solid. Um, no, I'll have to agree with you. In terms of the show itself, personally, I just recently watched it. I didn't have time to watch it when it dropped. I only watched it in the last couple of days. And I have to agree with you on all, a lot of your points, right? It just feels like there was a lot of unnecessary extra writing. I've been told by ver various people like, oh, Watanabe was on it. You know, he was part of the team making while making it. Oh, they didn't, you know, consult him at all. I've been hearing a lot of mixed things. Of course, they did bring, uh, they did bring back uh, Yoko uh, Kano for the music, Kano. which was great. They, they did a fantastic job with that. I think the music was very solid for, for the most part. Bringing back Yoko was great. 
but it doesn't feel like they consulted anybody in terms of the story, I feel like. Or, well, they might have consulted it a bit, and then they just added more on top of it, which led to the... It led to a bit of a mess, to be quite honest. You know, like you said, Wishes, Julia, kind of over the board with what they were trying to do with them. They should have been a little bit more mysterious, a little bit more hidden away, I would say, is the best way to put it. Um... And uh, yeah, like you said, Faye, Edward, I mean, Faye was just, yeah, it was just questionable as to what they were doing with her. And Edward, I like you said, it's only one episode. And like Toon said in the review as well, it's one of those roles you can, it's very difficult to adapt. It is very, very difficult to adapt. So not really surprising on that personally, in terms of like, whether they should continue making shows in the West. I think, again, like you said, they need to bring on the right people. I think they just need to consult a lot more Japanese studios about this, man. Because I think that's one thing I think they're doing with Yu Yu Hakusho and, uh, and One Piece. Is that they're, you know, renting out some of the Toho studios. Which is going to be quite interesting to see how that works out. If they are doing it in tandem with Toho's, uh, Toho, uh, the production team of Toho. And, uh, you know, some of the Japanese uh, committee members or the production team. That'll be fantastic. I think that'll make things a lot better. But yeah, I think it's just they need to make sure they have the they have the actual, you know, the Japanese team with them when they're making this, because I feel like it can go. It can be led astray, like how Cowboy Bebop was, uh, unfortunately, as a result of it. So that's my perspective on it is what about you, man? Uh, have you seen uh, Cowboy Bebop? And let me know, what, do you think Western media or Hollywood itself should continue doing live action adaptations? Uh, to be completely fair with you, I've only watched like the first two episodes. I couldn't get past it. Like in yeah. all honesty, mm -hmm. I really couldn't get past it. it. It just felt so weird to me. And like with the whole entire talk of like, should Western media do this? Yes, they should try to continue doing stuff like this. But like, again, like the points we were making is like, try to ask for help from like, you know, the porno or just like Japan, like the Japan studios is like, Oh, like, what do you think would happen here if they would actually consult them? Then obviously, like, stuff like that would end up doing a lot better. But at the end of the day, it's just really it's like all is all up to you know the Western side to you know make that move. And if they don't choose to do it and they keep on going on the route like they're continuously doing, then I just feel like at this point it's gonna be just a huge waste of time, not only for like the actors but like for everyone involved. You know? Yeah. And yeah, no, I agree with you on that one, especially on waste of time, money, especially because like more often than not, I remember, I mean, Dragon Ball Evolution, I think that costed quite a bit of like dough, to be quite honest, while making it. And it barely made back anything because, of course, what a movie it was, right? Um, like, oh, well, it, it, it was a budget of 30 million and it made back 58.2 million. So they kind of made some profit on it, I suppose. Um, but they broke even. They barely broke even. Yeah, I mean, obviously marketing and whatnot, right? I assume that's also there, and you know, whatever else they had to do. Um, no, I have to agree with you. It's a waste of time, money, and you know, it's just a waste of the fans' expectations as well. Because at this point, it's become such a, it's become a taboo word, basically, where it's like, oh, live action adaptation. Well, that's gonna be bad, kind of thing, right? Whereas there has been good adaptations, you know. Um, especially for romance shows. I feel like uh, J Japan has done a lot of live actions. I know they've done, there's been an AOT live action. There's been a Kaguya-sama live action. There's been a couple of live actions. Obviously, the AOT one I've heard is pretty eh. But the Kaguya one has had sequels. They, they're doing really well with the live action for that. Some of the live actions have done well. So it's not as if like, it's 
all around bad if they do anime adaptations. Maybe they have to decide if it's a better show to do it on a more grounded show, maybe a romance show or something like that. So Jelly, what do you think? I again, I'm not sure how much you've watched of the Cowboy Bebop live action series. If you watched the entirety, or you managed to, you couldn't get past a certain episode like <laughs> this. Um, but yeah, what do you think about the entire situation, and how did you feel about the show itself if you watched it? Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on the Cowboy Bebop live action, um, and a lot of them you guys have already said. But like, like you said earlier, it's it's not you know like as bad as Dragon Ball Evolution, which honestly, in some ways, might be better because then at least we could laugh at it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and then it's oh, no really Kenshin or Kaguya-sama. It's just disappointing, actually. In the end, mm -hmm. for me, is it, it could have been so much more. Yeah, it could have been. So much better they could have taken all of the time and energy and money that they put into this into the live action and they could have done such a better job with the talent the, the talent that they have is really phenomenal you know like they have um john cho and then the actors for jet and Faye, um mustafa shakir and daniela panetta um they do like a really good job of bringing the characters to life but you know just the writing like you can tell like they maybe like looked over the source material of the original anime but in the end they took they took such a weird angle on it that doesn't really feel true to the original itself and what real fans of the anime really want to see from a live action version of cowboy bebop like of course like the production and the sound and the music and everything again all phenomenal the real issue though is just the writing and they they really could have done more with that in my opinion agreed um actually one question i had for you geek especially because i know you're more of the video editing side of things you know how it how it was how did you feel about the cg and the visuals because i felt at points there was a little bit of there were quite a lot of iffy moments. I don't know if you noticed it or not, but how did you feel about the visual aspect of the show itself? I think, because the way I compare it, it's a little differently than like a, a movie, right? Because it's a show. So I, I think the cinematography and some of the effects, I think I think the, for the most part, I think the effects were pretty good for like a, mm -hmm. like a show show. Um, and, for, and for the cinematography, I thought like a lot of shots were really cool. I just got tired of the crooked, like, Quentin, Dutch like, Terrence, you know, like, dude, the Dutch angles were, <laughs> thank you for, cause for helping me for that. No uh, but like the, the Dutch angles. Oh my God. They, that's like every shot in the show, man. I noticed that like, as well. <laughs> it, it's like, like you can even look at like screenshots and like half the time it's the Dutch angle. Like, man, look, I'm all, I'm all okay for stylistic, like cinematography, but uh, my God, switch it up. Lord. Um, but yeah, it, it wasn't a bad looking show. Again, the, my main issues was just another thing too is they weren't really like you know how like in the show each episode of ba it was basically like you know kind of like a I almost want to say like a sitcom where like they go on a bounty they they fail the bounty or they maybe get the bounty rarely but they learn something about themselves or they find like a or like maybe they found something about Faye or whatever like accidentally right here the show yeah. they don't really do bounty hunting like all that much like they like a couple times they do it but it's not like mm -hmm. i don't know like they even recreate the the bounty hunting show but like 
this one felt mo because of all the it's weird because like it feels both rushed and like dragged out because of all the, the backstory that they gave for fearless and uh <laughs> and vicious right yeah so it's like I always I, I wonder when I look at it again I was like wow they really they barely went bounty hunting huh and it was like and they also got rid of Faye's like whole like debt like her like she was in debt in, in the show like that was a big part of her character but that was just gone now mm -hmm. but yeah they, they just changed a lot of things in the but like I said the cinematography was, was cool it was good at points and then uh, the color grading and some of the environments were really cool but the costumes when I mean, it to me, it looked comically, like, kind of bad when there was, like, like very bright daylight outside. Like, when the light was shining on them, it, it like, it kind of exposed how kind of, you know, cheap-ish looking they kind of look. Or, like, kind of, like, cosplayers a little bit. But, like, in the right lighting and stuff, they looked okay. And they looked fine. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't really have too many issues. Aside from, like, the fact that there was no actual, like, space fighting mm -hmm. in the show. Yeah. Like, that, but that the anime had, there was, like, none of that. Yeah. The one thing I will say before we, you know, go on to the next uh, topic, right, is Netflix and anime adaptations, right? Death Note, we had that. We know oh. how we feel about that as well. Um, we've had Cowboy Bebop now. How much hope should we have for One Piece, Yu Hakusho, and Gundam now is the real question. Geek, what do you think? Oh, boy. Um... One Piece, I'm just blinded by my fanboyism. I still have somewhat hopes. I feel like if you're a One Piece fan, maybe have some hope, especially with how involved Oda seems like he is compared to like what well, Watanabe. So I, because I, like Oda's like writing like, oh, we we took our time to pick the cast, yep. like this, this, and that. So he seems like he's on it, right? So hopefully, mm -hmm. my 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 issue is like kind of what you said is like if Netflix couldn't handle Bebop, which is like a bunch of different genres to be fair but like at its core there aren't any there are some supernatural like episodes right we like about the kid or whatever but Maybe. but like it was a mainly human like proportion type show right obviously every anime isms like you know phase like figure and like even like the male characters like, like spike is very like link like lengthy right he's very like yeah he's lengthy he is extremely lengthy. yeah but like they're for the they're for the most part you can just be like oh yeah well like these are just humans right these are like are you know normal looking people there wasn't really like any crazy aliens or anything like that so like the main the craziest thing about the show is really like the the sci-fi angle in the year right and like the the space element but yeah for a show like one piece uh i don't know man especially i feel like especially one piece i'm i'm concerned but optimistic so because especially the way like the character designs are so i'm interested to see that and for you you hakusho honestly you might have more hope for that one maybe because you hakusho is also another one sure they have demons but like i feel like demons are kind of common now you could like in terms of like you know like effects and stuff like people have done demon like makeup and all that stuff so like for example like he that that's e that easily could be like makeup or something right yep. like mm -hmm. when he goes in his demon green form with the eyes and all that so uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like you you might be okay, but I don't know. I feel like you should be, if even if this show isn't the worst to you, I feel like this show should leave you at least cautiously optimistic for the future. If because it wasn't again, like I said, it, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Right? I won't yeah. watch it again. But if, for if you're a Bebop fan, they did a lot of like they messed up a lot of things personally. But it's a fine show on its own. I think. Definitely agree. I can I can definitely agree with what you've said there. I personally think, you know, 
One Piece, of course, like you said, the animations, I'm curious to see how they're going to do it. Is it going to be like, you know, especially uh, Luffy's arms and stuff, you know, is it going to be like Fantastic Four kind of Reed Richards kind of style or or how, how they're going to do oh, it properly? God, yeah. Imagine if they do it like that. Oh, boy. Um, but yeah, no, hopefully it's a, in a good direction. I think, yeah, I definitely agree with you. Gundam as well, I'm not too stressed about because it's very, it's, it, they could easily make it very similar to like how Pacific Rim was or something like that, right? Where it's, you know, giant robots and stuff. It's not too bad, but we'll see how they, that goes. You know, we don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, Yu Yu yeah. Hakusho, I think, is definitely the one that I think I'm a little bit more excited about or have expectations for because it's the simpler one, I should say, right? It's in terms of like, they don't have to do anything too crazy uh, visual wise. Um, Jelly, what about you? Um, yes, no, should they just stop entirely? What do you think? Um, like, I think they should keep going. They should keep trying. Mm -hmm. But again, it's just a matter of, like we've said before, getting the right people. It's just a matter of making sure, because uh, it's been all of the same comments when they do a live action and it doesn't work. I feel like by now we should know what works and what doesn't work. And these studios should have an idea of that because it's a lot of the same things that don't work and a lot of the same things that do work. Like, the the real fans of the material know what they want. So it's just a matter of getting it right. And there have been cases where it's been gotten right. Like, we've brought up Rurouni Kenshin and Kaguya. And we it's just a matter of getting it right. But I think they should keep trying. Fair enough. Is what about you? Final thoughts? Honestly, um, just with uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, uh, Gundam, and One Piece, I think we should be fine. It's just, again, if it goes under, it'll most likely just be, you know, story and, like, the story writing and stuff like that. But yeah. hopefully, hopefully, it doesn't come to that and we actually get something good out of Netflix as opposed to what we got out of Bebop. Definitely. The only issue and concern I might have with one, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho is how much they can probably get help from Togashi because, of course, we know he's ill more often than not. I don't know how much he can help them out. Um, maybe if they get Takuichi, who's obviously Togashi's wife and she's done Sailor Moon, if, you know, obviously, you know, getting some help from her maybe might also be beneficial as well, right? Um, we shall see. We shall see what happens. It'll be interesting to see what, where they go. Um, and let's talk a bit about another Netflix show, About although this one is an actual anime. And of course, next week, we are officially getting the first 12 episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6 Stone Ocean. Well, I say next week. It's actually on December 1st, which is like in three days time. So yeah. Yeah, three days. Yeah. Three days. We're literally three days away from Part 6 of JoJo's and... I think a lot of us are excited in here. It's not in my tone. You can't hear it from my tone, but I'm I'm definitely sure we're all excited here. Um, is JoJo's Part Six, man? How do you feel? Ah, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild ride because this is after this part is where uh, our boy decides to just change it up in the story a lot. So I can't wait to see you know how people who. Are strictly anime watchers will feel at the end of part six but i'm just fairly excited and i kind of want to see how you know this plays out because 
you know, our past JoJo's, they've all been, they've all done phenomenally well. Like the studios have kept to the story, you know, gave a little bit here and there, but always kept the flair and the greatness that it was JoJo. So I'm really excited to see how they do it with part six. No, I 100% agree. I mean, yeah, they've done a great job in casting as well. They've gotten a actual fan, you know, who's playing Jolene in I Firuz, if I'm uh, hopefully I'm pronouncing her name right. She's done. She she seems very enthusiastic, very energetic. She seems to be doing a great performance, and yeah, the rest of the cast as well. I know they uh, cast the VA of Gilgamesh as uh, uh, Pucci. I just saw that obviously a couple of weeks ago, so that's kind of cool, you know, getting Gilgamesh's VA. Um, it's looking very exciting. Jelly, what about you? How excited are you about Part Six? I'm so excited. Ah, oh, I've you know been watching jojo for a while and i'm a big fan watched golden wind when it was coming out as well and stone ocean like it said is really gonna <laughs> mix things up uh meraki loved to mix things up in stone ocean for what comes after um as i'm sure everybody's been hearing <laughs> but um i'm really excited it looks like it's gonna be really good and i'm excited to just sit down and binge it um, for all the 12 episodes that we're getting. Yeah. Just loads of excitement. Just, I'm so happy. And of course, Geek, I mean, need I say more, man? 12 episodes. Obviously, it's only 12 episodes, by the way. There will be more episodes coming later on. It's just going to be a question of how they're going to release it afterwards. Are they going to wait until the yeah. TV is done airing it or whatever? Uh, what do you think, man? How how excited are you? And what do you think? How are they going to do it? Are they going to wait until the TV is done airing 12 episodes and then continue from there? Or what's the what's, what do you think? What are they going to do? Okay, so it's, it's like, one, I'm excited as hell. Because that means we're closer to part seven. Anyway. <laughs> but it just feels good to have jojo back honestly like yeah. I, like it's been years since part five ended right it's crazy to think that 2018 like, i think you know, if i'm not mistaken I, I think yeah it's been like three years because uh almost, almost four right but yeah it's because I, I believe they're working on fire force which again yes. really great show i think personally mm -hmm. but they're working on fire force that entire time and then people are just wondering about well, when's jojo like every time <laughs> david productions had a like a thing they're always like when's part six when's part six they're like here's the trailer fire force season two it's like ah but <laughs> it's finally good to to have jojo back and yeah i don't know how they'll do the release they'll do 12 at a time which if you if you you know think about it logically that is technically three months worth of episodes like mm -hmm. in one like shot so yeah it's not bad right but I, I don't know how they're gonna do it if they're gonna do 12 a month or like you said wait till because like you said it's really it's really weird it's gonna be 12 in the first shot yeah then they're gonna start serializing it like weekly or whatever right like mm -hmm. on the show like on tv on tv yep. in january like it's gonna it's gonna be weird it's gonna be weird how they do it but what okay what do you think are like to me my favorite thing is going to be see like what like they change the, the stand names to like from what they say verbally because i i yeah. love that part about like of like part five is like notorious big was like like some something else like notorious big was like something like completely different it was like weird right but yeah you know no i think that'll be very very funny to see what they change it up to um for sure that that's one thing um, of course, we did also get the um, OP today. We did get the opening today. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I promise this wasn't planned. We didn't know the OP was coming today. I'm not going to front. Um, 
But of course, uh, I'll give my thoughts on it first. I think visually it looks phenomenal. The 3D work is great as always. The song, however, I'm not too sure about it personally. I've been hearing a lot of mixed things from other people as well. I know some people have been saying it's really good. Some people have said it's the worst JoJo OP. So, Geek, let's start with you this time. What do you think, man? How do you feel about the OP? I'm about the same boat as you. I think I think the OP, like the actual visuals, like they went back to the OG, like, you know, part one and part three. And two, it, this two was like, you could barely tell, but they did still use 3D like models and stuff in that the 3D style. I really, I really am glad they went back to that style because personally, while I do love part five and four's openings, I do, I think just the 3D style gives it that like manga, like aesthetic almost. And I, I, I like it a lot and it allows them to do like, really interesting shots and stuff in the actual opening a lot of references you can even see like Bichardi's, uh zipper in the in like the bus shot i think so it's really cool uh but yeah the song the song is at first i didn't like the beginning of it but then over time i like like the rest of it but it's not my favorite jojo song and like op but i still think it's a really good op like visually the song is like i said probably the weakest part to me anyway Yep, no, I 100% agree with you on that one. Um, Is what do you think, mate? Uh, how do you feel about the OP? Do you are you in agreement with us or do you disagree? Uh, I like it. Uh, I I really do like it. Like the it just sounds so like nice, upbeaty. You know, it gets me jamming out a little bit. So I don't know. I kind of feel like I like the OP and I just like uh not only like the song, but also like the stylistic choice of the animation they chose to go with the OP. I just feel like it kind of fits into it, you know? But then again, like again, to each their own, like not a lot of people are going to like it. Others will love it. But at the end of the day, it's just, you know, it's personal preferences. But to me, I feel like this is like one of my top favorites uh jojo openings as of right now fair enough there you go we're already uh we're already got different opinions here let's see if we go for the fourth one and get the other uh, side of the coin as well uh jelly what about you mate how do you feel about the op i also very much like it um i appreciate like it like like it's, it gets me like pumped up it's like good like oh what's going on what's it like we're gonna we're gonna fight we're gonna get down like um, it's just one of those openings for me, and I really like the visuals. Like you said, we're going back to that kind of like part one esque, you know, opening, and not like we had for uh, for Golden Wind for part five. Kind of, it feels almost like a little nostalgic for me. Um, and yeah, I, the the music I actually really like. I really like the music, um, and yeah, I, I just like it really good. There we go. There we go. Of course. Uh... You know, JoJo's is coming out on Wednesday, and that's all good and all. You know, everybody's excited about it. And, uh, you know, I think everybody here, we're going to definitely talk about it in the next podcast. That will be next week's podcast and the main theme of next week's podcast, because by then I assume all of us would have watched the first 12 episodes of part six, of course. By then, you know, it's episodes are releasing on the first podcast will be on like the seventh effectively, right? um so yeah we're gonna definitely cover it in the next podcast that'll be the main topic then but of course that's not the only show you know you know going a bit wild uh, next week uh demon slayer's second season is officially starting next week we have the red light district arc and boy oh boy have we been waiting for this one because let's be honest 
nobody's been watching the Mugen Train remake because it's exactly <laughs> the same show all over again. It literally is the same movie, literally. I don't think... I think after the second or third episode, I was just like, it's... Uh, uh, the, well, the very first episode, the very, very first episode was, of course, original with Rengoku, you know, uh, trying to investigate into the train and everything. But after that, it's literally just been the movie with, like, one scene change per episode. Of course... Uh, we will be bringing out a video where we will be talking about the differences between the anime and the movie as minute as uh, it may be but we will bring out a video of course letting you guys know whether to watch it or not pretty much um, but next week we are officially getting new content it really feels like it's a gotcha update where we're just getting new content it's a complete new patch or something um, but no um, very exciting uh, about uh, very excited about it of course we get to see the boy Uzui Tengen as well uh, Geek how excited are you, man? New new season, baby. Finally, we're, we're into the big Hell one. Oh yeah, dude. Dude, I have been waiting. Like, I saw, like like you, I saw, like, the first couple episodes, and it was like, yeah, the Rengoku episode was cool, and I was like, all right, that's a nice little, like, neat characterization. They gave him a little, like, you know, something a little bit different, but, yeah, for the most part, like, it's been, like, literally a couple frames of difference, like, just, like, one, like, like it's extended for, like, another second or something, but... Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I've never, I've never been a big fan of when studios decide to do this. It's like, cause to, especially if they are legit, like they decided to reanimate the movie, like re have them redo it. It's like, why? I, I just feel like if, if they did do that, why double work on the same thing you literally just did? And not only that, people can say, oh, but I haven't seen the end, like the movie or the arc, right? Like, what if people want to watch the anime or whatever? The arc is on Crunchyroll. Like, or the movie. The movie is straight up on Crunchyroll in, like, four different languages. It's, <laughs> like, it's not... And if you have Crunchyroll or if you're using... it's, I'm sure it's on other, like, you know, devices, right? Yeah. Like, it's there. So it's not like... I don't know. I just don't... I don't... I've never been a big fan. I wasn't a big fan of it when Super did it, when they decided to make remake the first two movies. And to mm -hmm. be fair, they they were, like, radically different than the movies. Yeah, but they went I, a completely they different direction. Anyway. Yeah, they went a completely different but direction, which was stupid. Different direction, but same, like, result, right? Like, which yeah. I thought was just dumb. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, overall, I don't like when studios do this, like, ever. So yeah. it's not just Demon Slayer. But, yeah, finally, we get to see Uzui, man. I, I read the Entertainment District arc, like, recently, and it's it's fairly short. It's very fast paced, but it's probably gonna be like what, like eight episodes or twelve around there, maybe. It's but going man, to be, I'm gonna be I excited. Think, I think it's eleven episodes because the first episode is of course a, a an hour long. It's an hour long episode, right? So yeah, it's gonna be a bit of a lengthy one. No, I have to agree with you. Studios when they do remakes, it's kind of iffy. Yeah, no, I have to agree with you on the whole red light district dark thing for sure, and the remake of it, of course, of Mugen Train as well. Um, the one you know, slight bit of positive note I have for that, of course, is that they at least, you know, decided to just shove the same movie into anime format rather than completely remaking it from scratch like how DBS did. And as a result, they wasted a lot of time and hence why their animation was horrible for the first couple of arcs and the first couple of episodes, right? Um, whereas Demon Slayer, at least this gives them the time and opportunity to work on Red Light District Arc, right? Which is that's what's make that that's what makes me the most excited because that means they've had more time for the red light district arc. So, is what about you, man? What do you think about uh, uh, the red light district arc coming up uh, very soon? Very very soon. I'm very excited, actually. Um, Uzui is one of my favorite uh, 
one of my favorite pillars, so I can't wait to see this man in action and him and his very stylistic way of fighting and stylistic choices. But it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun and wild ride. I feel like, um, especially now that they're bringing this uh, like amazing arc into the anime form. I really do wish that everyone will, you know, take the time to very much enjoy some, an art that I heavily enjoyed when I was first reading this. And it, uh, like Geek said, it is kind of short, but it's still just like a very, very like, you know, cool action oriented and just very stylistic way of how they did the arc. So I really, I really can't wait. Definitely, definitely agree with you on that one. Jelly, what about you? How excited are you for Red Light District arc? I'm very excited. I haven't been, you know, keep keeping up as much as I should have been with Demon Slayer uh, for a while, just because it's been, you know, recapping the the movie. And like you said, I uh, there's so many other things I need to watch. I don't need yep. to rewatch the movie. Yep. Just a little bit of it every week. Um, but now that we're finally, you know, getting into like the Red Light District arc, um, you know, the real kind of meat and potatoes of Demon Slayer here, we're starting to get into the the real like the heat of it here i'm really excited for it i'm really excited for the characters um we're gonna get to see more of like um Uzui, uh this season i'm excited to see what the uh what the studio does for like the animation and for the fights and everything and i'm really excited just to see like everything that demon slayer has to offer definitely agree with you on that one and yeah no i have to agree with whatever you guys have said um the red light district arc is probably one of the more uh, popular arcs in the fan base and uh everybody loves it this is literally their favorite arc they will always say it um but it also kickstarts a lot of you know things to come from demon slayer and i'm interested in that as well but yeah um, I think that wraps up this podcast episode, of course. Whatever happens, happens. happens. Episode 2, you know, a ha- bit of a tongue twister there. Um, we will be back next week on Twitch live on Sunday at 7 p.m. EST for the podcast for episode number 3 where we will be pre... or Well, I say previewing. Reviewing uh, JoJo's part 6. And of course, we might bring in a little bit of Demon Slayer talk in there, of course, because... The one-hour episode would have probably aired by the time we do record and stream the uh, podcast. But yeah, thank you guys so much for watching this podcast. Thank you to my guests and, you know, members of the podcast, Geek, Is, and Jelly. Thank you to Troco for, of course, hosting this podcast and making sure everything is going smoothly in terms of the visuals. Um, and whatever you guys on uh, see on screen. Um, of course, if you want to check us out on other platforms, we are on Spotify as well. We will be premiering this on YouTube or it should be premiering as you are watching this right now. If you are here in chat. Hi. Hello. And I mean, at this point, I'm saying goodbye. So goodbye, everybody. Hopefully you guys have a lovely rest of your day, afternoon and evenings. Uh, we will see you guys next time. Bye bye, everybody. See you. Bye, everyone.